Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 193. My name is Frank Honus, and I hope you guys are having a great start to your summer. Uh, it is a hot one here in Delaware. Um, it's very, very hot and muggy. It's like it slaps you in the face as soon as you walk outside. But um, what else would we expect, right? I mean, it's summertime, so uh, it's going to be hot. So I hope your your uh, your summer, no matter where you're located, is, is starting off well. Uh, we've got a lot of really great stuff for you this week. Um, super excited for um, episode 193. You'd think it was like episode 200 um, with, with how, how excited I feel um, in sharing uh, some, some new stuff with you here. But this is a really, really important episode for me. And uh, it's been uh, sort of brewing underneath the surface for several days for me. And the topic that we're going to talk about this week on, on Purity for Life. And we're talking about leaving shame behind. This, this topic and this idea of shame and the debilitating effects that it has on men. Now, wh- why am I so excited to talk about shame? Well, I'm excited because this is, you know, Purity for Life podcast is helping men and women live with sexual integrity. And shame is, I think, one of the, one of the biggest, probably, probably universal struggle that men and women share who are, um, who are addicted to pornography and, you know, se- you know who have sexual addictions. Um, there is this intense, intense level of shame and guilt um, behind, you know, just uh, the, the addiction itself and Certainly, secrecy and isolation uh, just help to compound that shame. But I think part of it is also maybe the nature of this kind of addiction that you know men who who struggle with porn are just in shame. They're just living, you know, under this oppression and this. You know, I would go so far as to say it's an oppression. It's a bondage. It's it's really a uh, there's a spiritual struggle going on there. And you know, maybe you've heard it said before that conviction says that I've done something wrong, right? When you feel convicted of something, you know, Holy Spirit wise, like Holy Spirit conviction says I've done something wrong. Shame says I am something wrong. So there is a difference as we talk about this week, as we talk about shame. You know, we're not talking about the things that we know that are wrong, that come literally from the Holy Spirit that, you know, um, I mean, we know certain things are right and certain things are wrong. Uh, but, you know, as when we cross that boundary, right, between right and wrong, healthy and unhealthy, we cross into unhealthy territory and we begin, you know, messing around with stuff. If we begin looking at porn, if we begin opening our, our heart up, we begin compromising us, our sexuality. Oftentimes what happens is the enemy comes in and begins to lie to us as we become chemically dependent on something which there you know sexual addiction is a chemical there i believe there's a chemical component and a chemical addiction that takes place there are chemicals in your brain that are going off and that are at work here but there's also a spiritual um, component to this and that's where the enemy comes in that's where you know satan comes in and and begins you know whispering lies to you and begins telling you how how unworthy you really are uh, how you'll never get free how you know you'll never you'll never be married or you'll never be in a relationship and you know the 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 greatest comforter to you is is porn are the women or the men on the on you know your your iPhone that you that you watch you know uh the the sexual acts that take place you know there are all these lies you know that you're not you're not attractive you're not smart you know you're not you're not good enough and so there's there's the difference there 
Again, conviction says I've done something wrong, but shame says I am something wrong. And we're going to we're going to dive into that a little bit today. Um, you know, this is a huge huge topic. So, this is not at all exhaustive uh, this podcast, but I do want to it's been it's been quite a while since we've talked about shame uh, on the on pure on purity for life. And so one of my guys actually this week uh, in the small group or in the uh, the men's support group that I lead with with Triple X Church shared some thoughts on shame and um, we are we're actually doing a reading plan together uh, as a group which has been so so great and one of the days that we we read actually the title of it was shame on you and it talked about um, it talked about this idea of shame and I got so excited that I wanted this um, my brother uh, you know I wanted this particular brother of mine to share a little bit of group and he just inspired me uh, to, for this topic he inspired me for this this uh, this subject this week and so uh, we want to we want to jump into this idea of of sh- of you know what shame is and you know how we get free of of shame you know how we how we get that monkey off of our back and how do we live free and healthy lives and so uh, we're going to jump into that second I do want to encourage you guys before we we head on here I want to encourage you to check out our website which is pflhome.com pflhome.com it's where you can find all the resources at Purity for Life, the podcast all the way back to episode one. Um, you know, you can find links and videos and articles and, you know, you, there are a couple of great contact forms on there that you can use to reach out to me or to my wife and I if you need help and support and encouragement on your journey. We would love, love, love to be a source of blessing for you. Uh, we live for this stuff. This is, you know, this is a, a huge, huge passion of mine. And I love, I love helping guys, you know, I just love helping guys walk through their sexuality and walk through and define healthy sexuality, you know, to become free, become the men that God's called them to be. So uh, we're all over social media. So please follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are all over there getting into some new mediums as well. Uh, lots of, lots of cool stuff out there. So uh, pflhome.com is where you find it all. That's our website pflhome.com. All right, we're going to jump into a segment here in just a second um, uh, on the power of confession and how confession actually, and when I say confession, I don't mean, you know, with all, all, all due respect to my, my, uh, you know, my Catholic brothers and sisters out there, we're not, we're not talking about just going into a booth with a priest and spilling your guts once a year, right? We're talking about, um, you know, this act, this daily discipline, this, you know, this daily discipline of confession, of talking to people, opening your life, sharing your struggles, your junk. And that's with anybody or, well, let me, let me back up. That's with safe people, safe, healthy people, but it's not just this one-time act that takes place or every six months or every three months or whatever the, you know, the, the sort of the religious activity is. This is a, this is a way of life. This is how we live. Um, and so we're going to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about that from a segment I recorded earlier this week uh, on Anchor. But let me just share this, um, this, this, what I wrote in my journal recently. Uh, I wrote this. I said, I was listening to a podcast and, and I put together some of these thoughts for the podcast or for, for this podcast. And it's this, when I believe a lie about myself. Now, again, what are we talking about? We're talking about shame. Okay. Shame whispers lies. Shame is a lie. It's, it's based, it's built upon lies, right? When I believe a lie about myself, I empower the lie. It's like adding another block to an ever-growing castle, which then becomes a stronghold. The only time the lie looks reasonable 
is when I've lost sight of what God has said. When I have lost sight of how God feels about me, the thoughts that God has about me, and I have walked into enemy territory, if I've walked into compromising territory, if I've began, you know, opening my, my mind and my heart up to, you know, something pornographic or, you know, sexually related, um, the lies become so much stronger and I begin to believe I, I begin to believe lies about myself. And when I believe those lies, I empower those lies. I start agreeing with them. And the picture I want you to get here is of, of, of a castle being built, you know, uh, just another block and another block and another block being built in, on this castle that just grows and grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, and the Bible speaks to this too, it's, it, it's called a stronghold. It becomes a stronghold in my life. It becomes something that's fortified and that's built and, and that I have to, um, you know, maintain. And, you know, that, that kind of stronghold, you know, those strongholds need to be ripped down in our lives. God never meant for you to live with shame in your life. God never meant for you to live with guilt and now, believe me, again, He wants us to live with a Holy Spirit, a sensitivity in our hearts. Um, you know, conviction is what I call it, and that's a, that's an okay to thing. Ha- that's an okay thing to have in your life. That's a that's a wonderful thing to have in your life. Conviction from the Holy Spirit. But there's a difference between that conviction, between conviction and between condemnation, right? Between guilt, between shame. And so, again, it's important that we know the difference. And if you're struggling today with shame, I really do believe that this episode is for you. Uh, and I do pray that this episode will be a blessing to you, will help you um, in your walk, for, in your journey on for sexual purity and, uh, and sexual integrity. So we're going to jump into a segment here called The, the Power of Confession. And so this is, this is me sharing a little bit earlier this week on um, an actual um, uh, part of the reading plan, actually, that, that we're going through in our group. And just how powerful, you know, opening our lives are, you know, opening my life can be and, and you know, confessing and talking and letting my life be transparent. And that is really the true, that is really the key to living a, a healthy, authentic, uh, you know, life that's, that's full of freedom, you know, that's not bound in secrecy and shame. Because God wants us to be free, and He wants us to be whole. So uh, we are going. To, we're going to take a little quick break here, and we'll be back with uh, this segment on the power of confession. I want to read a actual. Uh, I want to read a day from a reading plan that I've been doing through you version. And, and I'll just, you know, want to give credit where credit's due here, but, uh, this is from the, uh, reading plan, the lies we believe about God, the lies we believe about God. This is from Dr. Chris Thurman, and this is day two of that reading plan. Um, and I just want to read the actual you know, word for word. I, I want to read it to you because it's so good. And the actual name for this particular day of the reading plan, uh, day two, is called Shame on You. And so I, w- I want to read it because there's so much good stuff in it to, to uh, think about and to comment on uh, as, as, it pertains to, uh, as it pertains to shame. So let me just, let me just start and, and, and uh, chug through it here and then just share some, some, uh, some thoughts at the end. This one's called Shame on You. Ever since Adam and Eve disobeyed God, humankind has been coated in shame. 
God has done all he can to cleanse us of our shame, the greatest expression being Christ's death on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. No one pays a price that high for something unlovable, unworthy, and undesirable. Beyond cleansing our shame by his death on the cross, God made us in his image, adopted us, adopted us into his royal family, made us spiritually rich, empowered us with his strength, and exchanged our old, ugly nature for a beautiful one, and included us in his, in his great adventure. After doing all that, how could any of us continue to think of God as a shamer? To overcome this lie that God is a shamer, I suggest the spiritual discipline of confession. Scripture challenges us to, quote, confess our sins to each other and pray for each other so that we may be healed. This is from James 5.16. If we are not honest with others about the sinful things we do and the character defects we struggle with, Satan has a greater opportunity to keep us in bondage and self-condemnation and shame. Richard Foster put, put it well when he said, The disciplines of confession brings an end to pretense. God is calling us into a church, into being a church that can openly confess in its frail humanity and know the forgiving and empowering graces of Christ. In counseling, we say you're only as sick as your secrets. To overcome shame, we have to quit hiding and covering up. We have to be courageous enough to share our struggles and let the grace and support of others help us to heal. St. Alphonsus Liguori wrote, for a, quote, for a good confession, three things are necessary. An examination of conscience, sorrow, and a determination to avoid sin. First, we must go before God and allow Him to prod our consciousness, consciences about the things that require His forgiveness. Second, we must experience genuine remorse about having sinned and having hurt the heart of God. And third, we must ask God to help us to have a strong desire to live holy lives. God is no shamer. He came to set you free from shame, cleanse you with his love and grace, and reinstate you into his family and make you a part of his great adventure. No, God is no shamer. And so the scriptures that go along with this are from 1 John, 1 John 1 verse 9. But if we freely admit our sins when his light uncovers them, so will he will be faithful. Uh, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. God is just God is just to forgive us of our sins because of Christ, and he will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In James 5, 16, it says, Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another, and then pray for one another to be instantly healed. For tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. Proverbs 28, verse 13, If you cover up your sin, you'll never do well. But if you confess your sins and forsake them, you will be kissed by mercy. So, you know, I, I read that to you guys, and I just I feel like there's just so much power in that, in that, um, you know, in that devotion, and what it points to, you know, uh, this this whole idea of shame. The remedy is confession. How do we, you know, how do we take the power away from shame in our lives? Well, we we confess. We open up our lives. We talk. And we share our struggles and we share our burdens. We share our sins and our addictions and our behaviors with people. And we let the light 
shine on those things so that darkness flees, has no choice but to flee. Shame has no choice but to go. And so I just think that's a really, you know, it's a devotion about shame, but it's really pointing to our need for confession in our lives. And and no, you don't have to go into a booth, you know, with no, you know, with all due respect to Catholicism, you know, sh- confession is not about getting in a booth and talking to a a man, you know, a priest and and confessing your sins that way. You can you can have confession and you can do confession with anyone in your life who is a healthy and safe person, you know, an accountability partner, a pastor, you know, your husband, your wife, your spouse, you know, just people who, who you're close to, right? So confession can be done in safe, healthy groups, you know, there's there's all sorts of ways you can do that. And so I just want to uh, I just want to share that with you t- today. Uh, that confession is healthy; it's it's really good for the soul. I, I read that read that devotion, that passage today, and was just really convicted by even in my own life um, some things the Lord has. I just really think is pointing out in my own life that I need to confess of. You know, um, you know, in some areas of of offense and and you know maybe some unforgiveness, holding people at a distance you know, that I haven't uh, really kept close or really cared uh, enough about. And there just needs to be a level of healthy confession on my part. And um, and I want to do that. I want to do the work uh, that that entails, not to get anything in return from God, but to do it in spite, um, in spite of, of what I might be tempted to want or get, but do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it because it's the healthy thing to do. It's what God calls us to do and how he calls us to live. So that is, that's the thought is, um, you know, that you don't have to live in shame today. If you're living under a burden of shame and, and and if you're living under condemnation, man, pick up the phone, you know, get on PFL, get on the website, purity for life, pflhome.com fill out one of those contact forms and reach out to me, reach out to my wife, reach out to us together. And, and we would love to help you, you know, get on the phone, you know, call someone, text uh, a really good friend and, and let them know that you need, you need to talk to him. You guys, there's some things that you need to share. You need to talk about, get that stuff off your chest. You know, God wants you to be free. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be healed up. Right. And you know, James talks about how we can, you know, really the, God has the power. He has the power, the willingness, the desire to instantly heal us if he so chooses, um, you know, because we are living as living, you know, in forgiveness, we're living in confession. So super powerful principle here in recovery uh, that we need to continually, you know, make a part of our lives. And that is confession and, and realize that you, you know, shame, uh, even though we hear that that common phrase "shame on you," uh, you know there doesn't have to be shame on you. Shame has, shame can disappear from your life. Shame can be totally vanquished if you are willing to open up your life. All right, this week's resource of the week, uh, resource this week for recovery for you is, I think, one of the greatest. Um, resources that you can check out and um, really incorporate um, as a part of your recovery. 
uh, strategy is Covenant Eyes. Now, I'm sure many of you guys have hopefully heard of Covenant Eyes, uh, but Covenant Eyes has been around a long time. They are an organization that is out there in the trenches, helping men and women fight, uh, you know, find sexual integrity and, and, you know, literally putting tools in their hands. Uh, and and the, the, the main way they do that is through uh, filtering and accountability software. Um, hands down, by far, Covenant Eyes, in my opinion, has the best filtering and accountability software out there. Um, I even work with some other organizations uh, that are out there fighting for sexual purity, you know, some ministries out there and who put out, you know, tools that are similar. And there's just no one that comes close, in my opinion, to Covenant Eyes. And so I, I just, I really want to encourage you to check that out. If you don't have your devices covered, if you don't have your your laptop or your, you know, your desktop, your smartphone, your tablet, whatever it is, you know, any, any or all of the above, you need to get covered. You need to get protected. Um, you are, if you are without filtering, if you're out without software, you're basically, uh, like a castle, (laughs) uh, a fortress that has its door wide open to the enemy. And that's not a smart thing. That's a really unwise thing. It's dangerous. And because of all the junk out there. Now, obviously, there's ways, you know, around Covenant Eyes, there's ways around any software, but Covenant Eyes makes it so easy and simple to protect your devices, to help you, um, you know, really to curb the content and um, and, and just, just does a fantastic job of, you know, cutting out the junk and also sending a really great accountability report to you know, whoever you choose, the safe, you know, safe, healthy people in your life. So I just want to encourage you to to check out Covenant Eyes. A uh, little perk for you this week. You can get your first month free if you go to, uh, you know, go to the Covenant Eyes website and in, in the checkout, uh, when you go to checkout, whatever plan you choose, if you put in Purity17 in the little promo code box, there should be some kind of promo code box there and put in Purity17 and you can get the first month for free from Purity for Life. I also have the link um, to this to this deal in the show notes. So you can actually just click into the link and go right there and your uh, your little discount will be applied uh, for your first month free of Covenant Eyes. So you got nothing to lose by trying it out. Um, I don't know of any other uh, software that's giving you a deal like this. Um, so again, go you know, go to the checkout when you go to your, your cart and put in Purity17 at the pro, you know, checkout for your first month free, or you can just click into the show notes here, you know, click on the link in the show notes um, and you can get your, you know, that'll be applied for whatever plan you get. Got to check out Covenant Eyes. They've got lots of great resources on their website as well, uh, CovenantEyes.com. They have great articles and blogs, but by far they are the best uh, ministry and organization out there. That's protecting guys. It's protecting men and women from, uh, you know, sexual content out there. So hope you guys enjoy that. Check it out. Get it a part of your strategy. Download Covenant Eyes today. So we've come to this week's final thought uh, for you on the Purity for Life podcast. And I wanted to, to wrap up and share with share this thought as we, you know, kind of wrap up our conversation on shame. Uh, with this, with this quote from uh, Bill Johnson, who is the uh, pastor, uh, the lead pastor from Bethel Church in Redding, California. I really respect Bill Johnson and their ministry, Bethel, so so much. My wife and I love their music and just love their their teaching and all the stuff they share. But he uh, he recently shared this quote um, in a message that I listened to. He said this: "Your future 
is on the other side of a battle. Your destiny is on the other side of a conflict. And the only way to win the conflict is by using what God has said over your life. Let me read that one more time. Your future is on the other side of a battle. Your destiny is on the other side of a conflict. And the only way to win the conflict is by using what God has said over your life. We've been talking about shame this week on the podcast. We've been talking about the way the enemy whispers lies and shame breeds in our life as we uh, hide in secrecy, as we walk in, you know, as we walk in darkness and addiction, those, you know, that shame builds and the enemy, it's so much easier for him to come in and to whisper lies right into our ear. You're not, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You're not handsome. You're not beautiful. You're, you, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're junk. You're never going to you know, be with anyone. Just, just all kinds of lies, you know? And as he whispers those lies, that shame builds on us. And, you know, the shame of the addiction, right? That the, you know, all those things. And that is the battle. But the, but I think what Bill's saying here is your future is on the other side of that battle. And God has a future. God has a plan for you. God has a beautiful, beautiful, um, you know, design for your life. Destiny is on the other side of that conflict. And the only way to win it, right, is to what? Is to use what God has said over your life. Is to go to His Word. And there's and there's a lot, believe me, I know, there's a lot involved in recovery. There's a lot involved in getting free. But going back and remembering what God has said over your life, going back to the Word and reading and, and just allowing God's Word to change you and transform you, um, you know, and just remembering, you know, the prophetic words over your life, remembering God's promises over your life, allowing God's Word to, you know, totally wreck your, uh, you know, the, the fortified shame in your life. Uh, I just think there's a lot of good truth here um, that, that God wants to literally speak to you today. And I believe that he wants his words to um, tear down and wreck the, the, uh, the shame that's built up in your life. So that's the final thought for today. Uh, it's a quote by Bill Johnson. I'll also include this in the show notes as well, so you can check that out. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on leaving shame behind. That is, that's what we're doing. Um, that you know, li- the the ability to not allow shame to control you is so key. It's so so important in your journey for sexual purity. And I know, guys, you know, it's it's difficult and it's it's a process that takes place. Believe me, there was a long period of time in my journey, in my recovery, even. Where I would deal with, you know, uh, I just, I was dealing, learning how to process and deal with shame and learning how to deal with, you know, the things that I thought and I felt and how to, how to process that and what to share and what not to share. And, and there's just a lot of journeying that goes through that, uh, a lot of journeying you have to go through uh, in order to process. But again, it's all found in opening your life. I think it's a found a huge part of it. Probably 90, 99% of it is who you're talking to. Are you talking to safe and healthy people? Are you a part of a support group? Are you a part of you know a group of guys that that love you and that want the best for you? That are also you know walking with you on their own journeys, right? For sexual purity, that was such a, a huge benefit for me in my in my recovery. 
you know, are you, uh, are, are you spending some time with a, with a counselor, with a therapist? I mean, those are valuable, valuable, valuable opportunities that are out there. There's lots that you can do, uh, lots that you can become a part of. There's you know, a lot of suggestions that we can offer over at Purity for Life if you need help and, and encouragement. So hope you guys have enjoyed this episode 193 of the Purity for Life podcast. Again, you can head over to pflhome.com for all the resources and podcasts and, and contact forms to get a hold of us. Follow us on social media. And please, if you would, go over to iTunes and rate us. Would love for you guys to rate us, please. That's how we know uh, what's, uh, you know, how we're doing, you know, what the content that we're sharing, if it's beneficial. So go over and rate rate us at, at on iTunes and then, uh, you know, review us as well. We'd love a review and your feedback on what we can do better. So over there at the iTunes, uh, at uh, on iTunes to uh, where you get, or wherever you get your podcasts uh, would be great. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the Purity for Life podcast this week. I pray that you have an awesome week in the Lord and that he He is walking with you. I pray that he walks with you through, uh, through your struggles this week, through your mountaintop moments, through your valleys, through the moments of temptation, through the moments of pulls, of triggers, but also the moments of great, great victory and the moments where you are making good, healthy decisions. I pray that God walks with you through each and every moment and uh, that you just would, you would have courage, that you would walk into this brand new week with, with vision and that God would give you that resolve to, uh, to do the very best you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to Purity for Life this week, and we will see you next week. God bless.